Hello, everybody, and a big, big welcome from me, Beth Wersdale, author. This is The Witty Writer Show, and we are live on Facebook and YouTube. And I, firstly, I've got to apologize for not having done so many shows recently. However, we have moved, and it's been chaos and carnage ever since. I haven't stopped. But today I am here with two amazing authors who are very close friends of mine, and that is Amber and Candice. Hello, darlings. And how are you? I've been so excited because it's been a little while since the three of us got together. And I have to say, you two are writing machines. You impress me so much. It's amazing. Uh, Candice, I'm going to start with you, darling, because... We've got so many new viewers, which is absolutely amazing. And not all of our new new viewers have actually seen you on both on the show before. So I want to get, try and give them some background uh, of what you guys do individually and what you guys do together. Because as I said, you are a writing dream machine. Now, Candice, you're also known on social media as Literary Dust, which I absolutely love. I think that's absolutely cute as hell um but you've actually got 42 works i checked um some are haven't you know some are yet to be released but oh my gosh it you're a writing machine it's absolutely amazing um just to give our new viewers some background when did you actually start writing and what made you decide to give it a go and start writing for you, Candice. She's froze. Is she? No, there you go. She's in. My okay. wife. Bye. So. <laughs> okay. Well, for the joys of technology. The joys of technology. You probably, probably go to Amber. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, you're good, yeah. you're good. Okay, okay. so yeah, mo most of those though are short stories. I have a lot of short stories and I mean, I write shorter books, so, you know, I'm not like, super long, but but anyway, uh, what was the question again? Because I got, <laughs> got lost there. What started you reading, uh, writing books? What got you started? Uh, I don't know. I guess originally I wanted to be like, in high school, like a horror movie screenwriter. And then somehow that, turned into like, oh, I want to write books, but, you know, with life and then get married and kids and college, like, I don't know. It took a while to start writing. So like, then I finally, finally decided to start. And what sparked you? I think all of us as authors have that thing that sparks us, that sets it all off. So what gave you that spark to think, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to start writing. Oh, so actually it was whenever my, my dad passed and I was like, okay, life's short, so I better just do it. So that's when I started. So, do you know what? Good for you. I tell you, life is too short. It really, really is. And I always say to everybody, you know, do what you do, what you dream of, because there's nothing worse than living with regret of not trying something, isn't there? It's, it's just, you just can't do it. We've got lots of people popping up and saying hello. So before we get to you, Amber, I'm just going to quickly pop them up just so they can say hello. And uh, and if you have got any questions or you want to tell something to Amber and Candice, pop it in the comments. 
uh, whether you're on Facebook or watching us live on YouTube, if you want to ask us anything, pop them in the comments. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we've got Heather. She says, hi, everyone from Gemma and I. Hello, darling. Um, as I've mentioned before in previous shows, Heather has got a fantastic online book club, which I which I suggest you look into because it's fantastic. She does not only the book club, but she also does live videos as well. She is amazing. We've also got the fabulous Carla. She says, hello, ladies. Was your ears burning? Because I was mentioning you a minute ago, you amazing lady. Uh, we've also got Evelyn. Hello, Evelyn. She hello. says hello to everybody. And we've also got the fabulous Laura, who's joined us. I love Laura. She is one of my biggest friends. She's also like the grammar police. So anything I write, I send to her. She is amazing. And she says, hello, everyone. She is fantastic. Um, and we've also got um, a Facebook user. We can't see your name, unfortunately. But hello. She's a mystery. I just downloaded your book. So super stoked. Oh, you must be English to come out with super stoked. You must be an English person. But hello, darling. Nice to see you. We've also got the fabulous James. He says, greetings, everyone. And and <laughs> Laura is laughing at me. But she loves me. She does. She loves me, loves me, loves me. Um, Carla says, what did you say? Oh. See, I've got your curiosity going now, Carla. Um, I, will, I will message you later. It was all good. It was all good. It was always, always. Now, Amber, what was your spark? What was the spark that dis that made you decide to get writing? I don't think it was just one thing. I just always wrote. Like as a kid, I was just making up stories, and my mom would tell me stories. Instead of reading a book, she would make up her own stories at bedtime. So it just kind of grew up, you know, making up stories. And then I finally wrote a book. It was horrible, but somebody read it and was like, "Oh, it's great! Thanks for lying to me." But um, <laughs> So it just made me be like, oh, maybe I could really do this. And then I did it. It's just amazing, isn't it? I'll tell you, it's amazing with the right little bit of inspiration or the right support. You can just go on and, and, and have a career at something that you're completely passionate about. Now, Amber, you've got over 22 works, some of which are, are due to be released. Um, and you both tend to write YA fantasy stroke romance um, and I have to say, your books are spectacular. I mean, you know, I've read three now, I think, and but like the ones you've written together, and they they just make me jump in. Does that make sense? That they're so well written. I just want to jump in and get lost in the story, and it, it fast paced, action packed, bit of spice. They just tick all the boxes. I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, okay, so my Facebook user is CJ Ives, another amazing author. Hello, darling. And um, and Laura says, yes, I do. She's awesome. She's absolutely awesome. Now, we're here to celebrate the fantastic release of your book, Maddie. And I have to say, all of your book covers are amazing. I mean, they're so well done, and I love the cover of Maddie, which I've actually put up on on our event. Um, but the blurb and everything, everything's so well done. Now I'm just going to read it out, just so everybody who hasn't had a chance to check it out the the blurb, I'm going to read it out for them. He's a villainous prince. She's a virtuous queen. 
Their desire for one another will ignite desire. Oh, hang on. Have I got the right one? No. <laughs> book two. That's book two. I'll get to that one in a minute. Oh, this is me trying to be organized. Look, it's crazy. Okay, let's have a look. Okay, she's a mad hatter. He's a loyal brother. Together they must survive a world steeped in blood. That is one of the best books ever. Maddie has been trying to rescue her sister from the Queen of Hearts' prison for two years. When her last hope to infiltrate the palace fails, Maddie is left with no choice but to join forces with a sexy man from the outside world of Wonderland. Noah's life has become a repetitive cycle ever since breaking up with his long-time long girlfriend. But then his sister Alice arrives at his doorstep, sorry, <clears throat> his doorstep, sporting a new pair of fangs. Noah vows to cure her, even if it means sacrificing himself. Tensions, tensions rise when the Queen of Hearts threatens to take down Maddie and Noah's sisters, putting both of their worlds in peril. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Now, You've both written quite a few retellings of books that we've grown up with, such as Alice in Wonderland, etc. What has inspired you to do this, to give a, a new take on the stories that we grew up with? Candice? Uh, I don't know. I guess because, like, I don't, for me, it's like, I like uh, dark. The freeze again. Uh, that's all right. She's on. She's on. It freezes again. <laughs> Sorry, my, my Wi-Fi again is awful. <laughs> but anyway, I guess, um, I don't know. For, for me, like, I like to do darker takes on stuff. So, um, and obviously with romance. So I wanted to, I guess, go a darker route than what's normally out there, I guess, with retellings. So that's what I wanted to do with it. Uh, did you feel the same way, Amber? Yeah, I like to ask, like, what if? So it's fun to like play with things that are one way, but then what if it also had vampires? So it's fun to just keep things. It's just fantastic. And I loved your series about the Wizard of Oz as well. That was just, I mean, what a twist. It was just absolutely brilliant. The way, you know, you, you turn characters into something completely different, but you're, you're so familiar with the characters that you, you enjoy their remaking. Their, their new personas. It's just absolutely brilliant. So who, which one of you came up with the idea to introduce vampires to, to Wonderland? I don't remember. I don't know. I know, I know when we talked about Wonderland, like we said, we were going to do something different than Faye. So I think we discussed and I was like, I know for a fact, I was like, I don't want to do wolves. I'm not a big werewolf or like, I like, werewolves are like actual beasts not the wolf you know the wolf shifter stuff's very popular and i was like i can't i can't do the wolves so somehow i don't know i don't i don't know who's i don't know yeah i don't know we talk a lot so it just kind of I, I know we both really like vampires though so see the, this is the thing you two have been writing together so long like you you're like one <laughs> two halves of the same hole that's absolutely brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Uh, we've got a, a comment from Carla. She says they write smexy, pearl-clutching stories. There is no YA in there, LOL. You can, you two can walk us through the process of writing the scenes. Oh, okay. Very, very good question. So how do you two 
manage to write the scenes? How, what's your process of, of working together? I write the boys and Candace writes the girls. Um, I don't know if there's so much a process for the, the sexy uh, pearl clutching scenes, but um, yeah, <laughs> I guess we just write it and then we swap chapters and edit. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, do you find that works out easier? Because I would imagine, if, Amber, if, you, if you're doing, you know, the, the, the male characters, is that right? You're writing the male characters and Candice, you're writing the female characters. I would imagine that makes it slightly easier to get into their personalities because you're not going from one sex to another and one persona, you know, a, a masculine persona to a feminine persona. Does that make it a lot easier for you to, to be in character as you're writing? I think so. And... and <laughs> And get really deep into one as opposed to, you know, swapping. Yeah, yeah. And how easy is it for you guys to get into the flow as you change and swap chapters, Candice? Uh, I think they're all pretty smooth. I mean, like, like I'll write mine and then, like, you know, she'll, whatever, we edit it um, and then swap back. And then I, you know, I read hers and then, like, I can go write. I don't know. It flows pretty well because, I, and then also it's like, it's, I don't know, because whenever I write by myself, like, my first draft's so short. And it just, I think this works better because, you know, I edit it several times before I send it to her and then, you know, edit it afterward. So it's more like of a finished product, too, when we get to the end. I would imagine that because you're both prolific writers and you've both been writing so many years, I would imagine it, it, you, you're like a well-oiled machine editing each other's works because I, I don't know about you, but Amber, when I'm when I'm writing, when you're going over your, your same piece of work over and over again, it's very easy to go blind to your own errors, isn't it? But I would imagine with you and Candice, you know, swapping the chapters, you're you're finding each other's errors that you've you've gone blind to. <laughs> Yes, and we pick up on each other's like overused words too. Uh, like I know she's always like, "There's so many of this word in here today," so I'm like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> I I call them enemy words. I've got a whole list of my enemy words, so I just write, and then I check off my en enemy word list out after I finish to see how many I've done. <laughs> Because you can't help it, can you? And the thing is, if you overthink it as you're writing, then it just ruins your flow, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay, we've got some more, lots more. Oh, God, there we go. Lots more comments here. Um, Carla says, I'm here to heckle, period. <laughs> She's <cracks me> up. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my gosh. And um, we've also got Jolene. Hello, Jolene. She okay. says, all of their book covers are delicious. I loved Maddie. That is so awesome. You have to let us know what you loved most about, about the book, Maddie. That would be awesome. Um, we've also got the fabulous Josephine Wrightson. Hello, Josephine. She's in the UK. She says, better late than never. I am here. Hello, ladies. Thank you for joining us, my darling. Um, she also says, can't beat a dark tale. Sounds great. She loves the dark, spicy stuff. Um, Carla says, Candice came up with the vampires. Oh, there we go. So she knows where the inspiration struck. Um, 
Oh, Laura says, hey, Joe, to Josephine. And she says, great questions. And she's also got a good question for you. She says, do you find um, that feels in better expanding your works? So, so do you help each other to expand your stories as you're writing? So if you receive a chapter, Amber, do you find it quite easy to, to flesh out any details that you think it might need and, and vice versa to you, Candice? It really helps me and we'll like feed off of each other's chapters and come up with new ideas like just a little like one sentence that she writes i could be like oh my gosh what if we do this and it just opens up like a whole thing that must be amazing because you must in inspire each other so much it's it's absolutely brilliant um oh josephine says me too enemy enemy words yuck lol <laughs> And Evelyn says, do you find or replace function for the evil words? So what, did you, what do you mean by evil words? Are we talking the, the enemy words or, or just really naughty ones? Because I've written a few of those recently. Um, I have to say, I, I don't know about you, you ladies, but I tend to use Grammarly all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and Grammarly is fantastic. I love it because it, it picks up whether you're, you're saying the same thing too many times, but it also gives you options to change it. And I think that I've used that heavily over the last two books. Um, and it saved me so much time, so much time, because mm -hmm. it picks up on the stuff that I, I do miss. Absolutely. Um, oh, so Evelyn says, yes, the enemy words. Yes, Grammarly lifesaver <laughs> worth its weight in gold it really really is so tell us a bit more about maddie i know it's, it's out there it's been released um and the reviews are absolutely amazing so so tell me more about maddie herself what's her story well uh I, you know uh she's a female man hatter but uh it takes place in uk so um I think our biggest issue was just making sure our UK words matched. Probably should have went to you for that. I would have read it. <laughs> no, I think about it. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I mean, her backstory was she got um, basically uh, she worked in a hat store in the human world in in England, and then Rav the, the rabbit came to her store and lured her in, and she fell in love with him and like that day slept with them and this is the beginning so no spoilers slept with them and he turned her into vampire and then was like bye <laughs> you know like because he's he's the villain so you know so she had a tough time after that and ran into the white queen and that's where she became mad hatter and then later on you know white queen got um I guess had a had a jet because they were trying to kill her and then her sister got kidnapped and that's where she's pretty much at it's just amazing honestly the inspiration is is truly truly amazing now you have actually published rav and that was in january 22 so you can everybody pick that one up right now um you can also pick up maddie now as well because it was released on, on the 22nd of may and as i said the reviews are absolutely amazing um now as i said before i absolutely love the fact that you're retelling amazing stories that we all grew up with 
Um, and I'd be really interested to know what stories our, our viewers read when they were young, what were their favorites, and what stories they would like to have retold. Um, I would love to know because I, I, I don't know about you, but I loved, you know, like um, the line, the witch in the wardrobe that oh, yeah. vowed repeatedly. Um, oh, there were, oh my gosh, there was just so many in my childhood, you know, and I, I loved Alice in Wonderland. I loved the Wizard of Oz. Um, I loved all those type of, uh, of stories. And I think what you're doing in retelling them in a more adult way is bringing them back to me so I can like just enjoy them all over again, but with completely fresh outlook. I, I absolutely love it. So when you was young, Amber, what were your favorite childhood reads? And if you could pick one of them to rewrite in an adult way that you haven't already done yet, which one would it be? Oh, I kind of skipped all the ones that were like for the younger people. <laughs> I just started reading, you know, like, I guess, older books. Um, I don't know. I know my favorite book when I was growing up was The Tenth Kingdom, which is also a TV show or like miniseries kind of thing. So, but that's, it's so adult. I don't have an answer to this. Unless, it's a movie, which is also a book that I haven't read, but The Last Unicorn, I would like to see that like redone somehow. Oh, there we go. We might have some inspiration going on. What about you, Candice? What did you read? What were your favorites when you was growing up? And is there one that you would like to retell? I really like The Princess and the Pea. That one was my favorite. Um, I did uh, also used to read Thumbelina, which Amber has a retelling on Thumbelina. So, um, so I don't know. And all the like the Grimm's fairy tales would be really cool to do. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Because I, you know, I recently watched something on the on the TV, and it was all about um, the uh, the origins of fairy tales, um, and I, I was my mind was blown because the the origins of like Snow White and and you know um, Red Riding Hood and stories like that. When you go back to their origins. They were so graphic, like terrifying. <laughs> you know, like Cinderella. You know, and I don't know how many people know this, but the orig the origins of Cinderella, the, the the sisters, the ugly sisters, actually tried to chop off their toes. I think to fit in the shoe. I'm I like, heard that. What? I heard that one. Yes, and I was like, thank God, did they retold that in a more you know toned down version. <laughs> But but you're right. It's it's, it's absolutely amazing, and it, it's a. I think it's quite funny how they started off so graphic and quite scary in the days that people would have a picnic while watching a hanging, because that's what parents did back then in the you know in those days. Um, and then they got completely toned down for modern society, and now they're being spiced up again. And it, it seems like all these stories that we grew up with are going on this constant evolution and roller coasters, isn't it? So I, I they're, they're like the gift that keeps on giving really. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So right, I'm giggling here because I've just read a comment and you're going to laugh when you see it in a second. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
let's have a look. So Josephine says, um, with regards to enemy words, mine is mostly just. So I either take it out or swap it. Something along the lines of merely, only, that sort of thing. Wow, that sounds brilliant. Think I'm think my TBR list is about to grow. <laughs> you need to add them all, Josephine, because they're absolutely brilliant. And um, the one that's got me giggling is Josephine's husband, who's just put my enemy word, wife. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're being very brave considering you're right there in the same house as your lovely wife right now. I hope you've already eaten your dinner because otherwise it might have some strange additives. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh josephine says oh yes line the witch in the wardrobe um me i like lord of the rings but uh hang on. but it would have been better with added spice wouldn't everything i have to say um carla says oh my god i loved the tenth kingdom best show ever and i don't know whether it's because i'm english but i have not seen it I have not seen Amazing. it. I love it. It's like the, a fantasy world where like all the you know characters are real and they live in the kingdom. You'll have to read it or watch it, whichever. I, I'm gonna read. Oh, well, I don't know because sometimes if you watch something before you read it, you, it's it's better because I've read so many books and then I've watched the movie and I thought oh, <laughs> they've lived so much out. So I will look into that for sure. Evelyn says never-ending story. Such yeah. a good one. I loved that one. I absolutely loved it. And um, something has got Evelyn shocked from what I said earlier. Probably the toes with Cinderella. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God. And that was tame compared to some of them, I can tell you. Um, Heather says, yay, I love the Tenth Kingdom too. I'm feeling a bit left out, actually, right now, because I haven't seen it. Um, Evelyn says, I have also heard there's a grim beginnings. Ooh. I might have to look into that. Mm -hmm. I love those. I love those. Okay. And we've got Jolene says, I loved the book and the movie, The Last Unicorn by Peter S. Eagle. Uh, Gabrielle Suzanne de Villeneuve. I'm not sure how to spell that. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. I loved Beauty and the Beast. Um, and the grim version of Rapunzel. It would be nice to see if you gals could approach any of these in the future. Oh. Wow. We're just throwing inspiration at you, ladies. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Carla says, yes, never-ending story. Love that. And Evelyn said, yes, the toes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I knew it. Cringe. Made me cringe. Um, oh, there we go. Sorry. Carla says, um, they should have left the toe chopping in the story. I agree, <laughs> but I, I love that dark stuff. I mean, it does show, I mean, that action shows the complete personality of the character, doesn't it? That you'd be willing to chop off body parts to marry a prince. I mean, that's just, that's just desperate. Desperate is the word. Okay, and um, James says, um, you have to remember a lot of the stories are the Grimm's brothers. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll tell you one that I would like to see redone. Um, and I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure you guys or our viewers will, will remember. But it's about the, the dancing sisters, and they used to they used to sneak out at night, go dancing, and then come back and their shoes would always be ruined. Do you remember that? The 12 dancing princesses. 
Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Love it. That's a good I one. love that one. And I'm sure there's, there could be a retake on that somehow. Um, and I've just found it quite, it's funny, it's funny, isn't it? Because when you read things like that as a child, you're so innocent and you don't really read anything into people's actions and the, the story plot. You just enjoy the story. But now I look back and I think, damn, the story was really all about the king because the king, you know, he had total control over these sisters they all had to sleep in the same room, which was a bit bizarre because he lived in a big castle. They all had to go to bed at a certain time. And 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 where was where was the queen? Do you know, you know what I mean? As an ad as an adult, I look at that story now and I'm thinking, oh, that's quite deep going on there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, so yes, so viewers, let us know which ones. Which stories would you like to, to see retold? And what do you think should happen? Um, I mean, I think it's amazing that you've introduced vampires to Wonderland. I think that is just amazing. You've completely turned the story on its head and, and cr created a completely new one. Um, it just blows my mind. But what other mythical creatures would you like to write about, Amber? I'm not sure if it's a mythical creature, but I want to do demons next. Oh, now I am a huge demon fan. And I don't know about you ladies, but I uh, have you read anything by Darren Shan? Oh, you need to. My son got me hooked on his books and he does a whole series on the demonata. So if you write something about demons, I will be there, Amber. What, what about you, Candice? What creature would you would you like to write about that you haven't yet? I don't know. I mean, I guess I I don't know. I, are they technically a demon? Like like the incubuses and succubuses and uh, there is interesting. Do you know what I love the most about writing fantasy and science fiction is that you can pretty much write about anything you want and actually completely invent new creatures um and and it's it's not always an easy thing is it? It, it you know you have to sort of let your imagination go a little bit wild really um what creatures appeal to you the most and why so amber you mentioned demons now we know through literature and movies etc there are so many demons that have been created but what demonic traits appeal to you to write about i like to make them sort of more humanized so i like the ones where it's like i don't know how to put this into words as a writer i should but like i just like to see the what well, a person i guess could become evil and demonic i don't know i just like to give it a humanity twist i guess i'm saying i don't know how to say it uh, do you feel the same way, Candice, about your your creatures that you create? Do you do you like the fact that you make them very human so that people connect with them easier? Yes, I like to have them more humanized, but also very morally gray. So, like the mixture. Well, I, do you know? I don't blame you because I mean, let's face it. There are there are events that happen 
and there are people in this world that have done things that you know you can't make that shit up <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? Yeah. I mean i was watching a doc oh, i'm terrible for crime i love crime shows and how they catch criminals and stuff like that and i was watching the documentary the other day about gacy and and if you wrote that people would think that it was unrealistic but that man buried so many people in yeah. in, in his house and yard it's like over 20 he murdered over 20 people so, you know, I think sometimes when you make your villains, even if they're supernatural, mythical or whatever, if you make them more human, you know, people connect because, let's face it, we, you know, the human race is capable of some pretty terrible things. Mm -hmm. I love your characters because even your villains, you can't help but love them. I, honest to God, I swear, I, I, I love your villains as much as, as the rest of your characters. Candice, who out of all of your books, including your new one, Maddie, who is your favourite character? If you could meet any of your characters, who would it be? Oh, well, that, that's hard. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, like, I like Maddie, but uh, it, it would probably be um, uh, from my, uh, what is it? Sorry, my, my mind's blank. Lark from Lyrics and Curses, but that's because I'm a big 80s fan, so I'd like to go back. To the 80s so and meet her <laughs> i can understand why best music ever <laughs> i have to say and uh, amber what about you if you could meet and hang out with one of your characters who would you pick and why i think i would want to hang out with the sandman for my dark dreamer trilogy because he's so sweet and he can do all this fun magic oh i love that I love that. Okay, viewers, if you could meet one of your favorite childhood characters, who would it be and why? I would be interested to know. Me personally, I would love to meet the lion out of the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Oh my gosh. He was so wise. And I could ride him. In a purely platonic way, I'm just saying, because we've been talking about spicy stuff, so I'm just saying. Um, so I would love to know. I would love to know. Uh, we've got lots more comments. So I'm going to pop them on so we can have a look. Let's have a look. Da, da, da. Okay, let's look. Okay, Carla says she likes the sisters in Cinderella. I like that too. They could be so so much crueler than they are. And I've got to say, I did. Did any of you watch the recent remake of Cinderella the movie? Which one? I know there's a couple. The one with the the the, um, the singer in what's she called? Oh no, I didn't see that one. I know what you're I was a bit disappointed. Mm. I, have to say, I don't really know why it just didn't quite give me the. Right vibes. I don't know why. Um, let's have a look. So Evelyn says, have you explained using Griffins and Griffiths in your works? I think it would be fun. Griffins are quite magnificent piece though, aren't they? Um, and I'll tell you what else hasn't been written about that much is gargoyles. I think gargoyles are fantastic. I love gargoyles. Yeah, the mythology behind them as well, that, you know, strike at midnight and they're turning into proper creatures and stuff. I love that. I have read a couple of books about them, 
Um, and I loved them, but then they didn't really catch on, did they? It wasn't really a trend like, you know, as you mentioned before, Candice, you know, there's a whole pretty much genre now about just about um, shapeshifters, especially when it comes to wolves. Oh, and yeah. Gargoyles are steeped in history, um, you know, from the Middle Ages, and yet hardly anything. It's interesting. Very interesting. Um, Jolene says, let me, oh, there we go, get up. Um, how about these poor gals were running off to have fun and the king uh, sticks someone on them to find out what they're up to and then he gives a daughter as a prize. Got to love looking at stories through adult eyes. Very true, Jolene. I like it. I like it. Um Josephine says, me too, watched it, but I can't remember what we're talking about at the time, so apologies about that, Josephine, sorry. Uh, Carla says, I did not love the Red Queen. Um, oh, may she suffer in the cornfield I wished her into. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, oh, Carla says, no, I didn't like the sisters. I was clarifying my comment from earlier. The sisters were thirsty. I apologize, Carla. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Um, James says, what about using Peter Griffin? <laughs> Isn't that from the family, man? I've got to say, my son loves watching that show, but there are times when it makes me cringe. I have to say, that show does make me cringe. Sometimes they just tiptoe over the line a little bit, and I'm like, oh, no, that's a bit nasty. Okay. Um, Evelyn says Gargoyles was a short-lived cartoon. Yes. I remember it well. I do, I do. And Josephine says crime documentaries, the Gacy one. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, it was such a fast-paced show. Look, sometimes I find it hard to uh, keep up with myself. Um, Jolene says, please, we need more gargoyle stories. I'd be down for that. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Do you know, it's amazing, isn't it? Because I've, you know, being in the UK especially, there are some magnificent buildings that still have gargoyles on them. Um, and I remember as a child thinking, ooh, they're looking at me. They're one of those things that doesn't matter where you go, it makes you feel like they're watching you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure you could, I'm sure your inspiration knows no bounds. It really, really doesn't. Um so Maddie was released on the 22nd of May. As I said, the reviews are fantastic, absolutely amazing. Um, and you do have book two coming out in November, which is super exciting. Oh, my gosh. Now, I will try and read the right blurb for, for Chess, which is coming up in, in November. Let me have a look. Let me just make sure. One. Uh, there we go. Okay. So this is Chess, which is book two in Vampires in Wonderland series. And this is the blurb. He is a villainous prince. She's a virtuous queen. Their despise for one another will ignite desire. Chess has been the queen of hearts, perfect, devious son all his life. With Wonderland as his playground, he revels in consuming blood and pleasuring lovers in his bed. That is until he's blamed for his mother's death and a price is put on his head. 
Ever has been hiding, sorry, Ever has been in hiding for years, biding her time until she can reclaim the ivory throne, until she can drive a blade through the heart of the cruel prince who once tried to murder her. With a mutual enemy hunting them both, Chess offers Ever a bargain, one she has no choice but to agree to, a bargain neither can keep. Chess is the second book in this comparative, sorry, companion series of sizzling romance, enemies to lovers, and sexy vampires. You don't make them sparkle, do you, these vampires? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so excited. I'm so excited. Now, you've been publishing most of the majority of your recent books through Midnight Press, which is fantastic. Um, how's that been for you? Because you know, you've been on quite a, a publishing journey independently and together. Um, and I hear nothing but good things about Midnight Press. It must be a great experience to, to be able to just publish these books and have so much support. Yep. <laughs> it's a good community. Everyone in there is so nice and helpful. Yeah. So it's, it's good. <laughs> So, so do you guys, do you come up with your ideas for the book covers or is it a work in progress with the publishing company? Well, it's all, um, it's a, it's all basically us, you know, it's same as independent, um, publishing. So we have full control over everything. So when it comes to covers, um, we design them ourselves. Usually I have to have Amber do the background cause I'm like, I don't know what to do for the background half the time. So she comes up with the background stuff. That is absolutely fantastic. I tell you, I, I'm so excited for you both. I really, really am. Um, oh, hang on. We've got some more comments. Hang on one second. Um, Josephine says, architecture is fantastic. And yes, there are loads about gargoyles. But I, I tell you, you might want to, if you do decide to do go down that route, you might want to have a look, look at the UK architecture and, and in Scotland as well, I think, as well. Um, Jenny says, I'm in Pittsburgh and we have a few good gargoyles gargoyles too love them i can see a few of them in your stories oh interesting 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 so book two chess is coming out in november have you already started writing book three or planning it yep no, they're like efficient. They're writing machines. I swear, it's going to be the case. You're going to be on the Guinness Book of Records for the amount of books you two publish. That's amazing. So, so have you already? Have you finished book three, or where are you up to at the moment? Uh, we have two, three chapters written, and I'll be sending her my, well, my chapter three. But it's the fourth chapter will have completed. I'm sending her this weekend. So. That is amazing. I tell you, I, I'm so excited. So, so excited. Um, let's have a look. Okay, Evelyn says, oh, where are we? Oh, Evelyn says, gargoyles versus the griffins. Yeah. Oh, oh, that sounds that sounds amazing. And and Laura says, I would be up for that. And she also says, throw in some Kyrin in there as well. And Jody says, I can't wait to see how you two, um, oh, oh, sorry, try again. I can't wait to see how you two make me love chess. He was such a pain in the arse in Maddie. 
<laughs> I'm sure you'll find a way to win win me over to his side. Oh, I love that. The challenge is on. The challenge is <laughs> He's still a pain, the entire book, but he's nice and great. <laughs> but this is what I mean. This is like the characters you love to hate or that, you, you, you know, you know you should dislike them, but you can't help it. You still like them. And and I felt that way about, um, oh, in your Crow book, your characters, even the, even the really sneaky, slimy ones, I'm like, yeah, I really quite still like them. I couldn't put it down when I was on vacation. Do you know what? You two are an absolute joy to chat to every single time. You really, really are. Um, I have actually put all of your links um, attached to this video um, so everybody can follow you on your, all your social media. And Amber and Candice are everywhere. So make sure you follow them, um, especially on Goodreads. Um, and you can actually follow them on their Amazon author profiles as well. So, and when you do read their books, please make sure you leave a review because it makes all the difference. I can't stress that enough. Reviews mean everything to us authors. But thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute blast. My voice is going, I'm afraid. Um, we have been live on Facebook and YouTube. And thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Um, we have got I think nine, nine different podcast platforms. So if you would like to listen again to this show while you're having a bath or doing your ironing or driving to work, you can listen to them on Google, Spotify, Apple, and lots, many, many, many others as well. But thank you everybody for joining us. Amber and Candice, you are the bomb, seriously. Um, and if you wouldn't mind just keeping an eye on this video and the comments because some people aren't able to join us live but may want to ask you something um in which case viewers you can put any questions you have in the comments and amber and candace will answer you um but thank you for joining us on the witty writers show today my ladies thank you for having us you are the bomb and hopefully once things calm down in my new cabin um we'll be able to do lots and lots and lots more shows hopefully but uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you've had a fantastic time with us. And we will see you next time, everyone, on the Witty Writers Show. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>